0: Head over to bombus.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to
0: Matt Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt.
2: I'm Dory. Here we
0: are. We're one adventure in to the next adventure.
2: Yep, that's Uh, right.
0: Well, look, Banner Week here on the pod. People say that, right?
2: I don't know. Do we say that?
0: Hi, welcome to the pod, Banner Weeks. What if we had a pod called Banner Weeks and it was just about like their best weeks ever? Oh yeah, VHO. (laughs) A show called Best Week Ever. Uh Uh-huh. Never mind. Wow. Idea (laughs) has been done. And how? Ad nauseum. Yep. Wasn't Kate on Best Week Ever?
2: Yeah, she worked for no. She wasn't on Best Week Ever. She worked for VH1 for a long
0: time. Yeah, but that's a VH1 show.
2: I know, but she didn't work on Best Week Ever.
0: Mm, I disagree. Ask her.
2: Okay, go ahead.
0: I mean, uh, should I text her right now? No,
2: I've asked. I've I've also had this confusion, and I asked her this. What? She said she did not work. on Is this on, this Best on week the other ever. pod?
0: You've said this.
2: Uh, I don't know. Or is this have, like an off-air? It conversation? It might have been IRL. Wow, you yeah. guys
0: talk in real life. That's so cool. I know. Unlike us. <laughs>
2: i probably do talk to kate more <clears throat> than i talk to you
0: i don't doubt it i mean i talk to myself more than i talk to me what that doesn't make any sense i
2: mean kate's better at responding to texts
0: but yes 100 percent. so um, so there you go here we are speaking of responding to texts what we have, we have no segue <laughs> whatsoever we went to dr kelly beck again everybody oh i don't have my air horns Boy, if I had my air horns. Why don't you have your air horns? Well, I just because we're not. I'm not set up for that right now. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Uh, Oh, I can be. We went to Dr. Kelly Beck again. (laughs) Yep, it was (laughs) off the hook. Uh, Uh, Oh, that's too loud. Let's bring that down. Let's bring that up. Okay, so Dory, what's our report?
2: Well. We
0: sorry, everybody. I'll tell you what, though, when we saw that embryo, it was like because that's what the embryo seemed like it wanted to be doing. (laughs)
2: Yeah, the okay, so we did our embryo transfer on Friday. Now, I feel like some people might be like, Whoa, wait a second, that all happened really fast. It sure did, it kind of did, and it also was like very low key, like, I only saw dr kelly back twice before the transfer and the last time was a week before the transfer like at my last appointment you know a week ago she was like all right well see you next week and i was like oh whereas i feel like on other transfers i had to like check in more but i feel like now she's like eh like her uterus is like a well-oiled machine like i know what's gonna happen yeah
0: but also like she's also seemingly more involved with um with the uh uh, retrievals like you know like that that's like a whole thing of like gotta come in and we're gonna check you every two days
2: right no make of course. sure you're on the prots but i definitely feel like in previous transfers there was more monitoring and look i am all for less monitoring
0: honey you 100 percent had less night terrors this round
2: yeah because i'm just feeling way more chill about it
0: oh wow what i know what, is, what has brought this moment of zen
2: i think because i am truly fine with either outcome Interesting. Like, I would really like Henry to have a sibling, but, mm-hmm. like, if it doesn't work, we have Henry.
0: Yes, a tyrant.
2: A tiny tyrant who will only get more spoiled if he doesn't have a sibling.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> a tiny tyrant. You know, I think all of you listening are familiar with the fact that last year we moved into a slightly uh, bigger place that had a yard-ish and ba- a pool, a small pool, Literally a small. It's like fourteen feet by twenty four. We and measured it, it.
2: Somehow takes up most of the yard. We
0: measured it. It's very small. But anyway, and you know that you know the pandemic happened three a weeks month. after we yeah. moved in, and then I went in the pool twice last year.
2: I went in a few more times.
0: Yeah, but now I've because of the tiny tyrant, <laughs> I've been in the pool. <laughs> I mean, I've been in it f- four times in the last seven days. Yeah, yeah. And today it was freezing, and he didn't care. No. And uh, we we went in and had a had a time that he demanded. Um,
2: I mean, you do get like nice bonding time no
0: it's great hanging out with him but it's freezing in there yeah well that's why we got the thing he demands it he does it's very he's very anyway let's get back to IVF oh yes
2: we were talking about IVF so yes I felt way more chill about it it also just like felt chill yesterday like I just like showed up they took my blood he couldn't get my blood he had to Try in both arms, which was slightly yeah, annoying. Yeah, classic
0: Dory maneuver.
2: Classic Dory. You know what was funny too? I was like, I've, I was, I sat down, and he was like, "Which arm? You know, should I do?" And I was like, "Well, they're both bad." I was like, "I have really small veins." And he was sort of like, mm. and then he like started looking for a vein. He was like, "Oh, you you do have really small veins." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yeah, I wasn't just saying that."
0: I mean, sometimes <laughs> hyperbole. People, you know, people at the. Are always in hyperbole mode,
2: it's like it's like how my cervix is like Fort Knox,
0: yes, and it's also like how your Henry sometimes has the biggest poop in North America, yeah, like he might not actually that day, but you know, it's pretty big, big, yeah,
2: and stinky, yeah. I mean sometimes I have the biggest poop in North America, don't we all? yeah, um so, yeah, so went in, did my blood work, and then was just hanging out. They put me in the procedure room because. Uh, there were eight transfers yesterday at CFP. Even the nurses were like, this is insane. It was
0: slammed. <laughs> I, really I don't slammed. know. I think CFP is single handedly trying to make up for the birth decline, birth rate decline <laughs> post the pandemic here.
2: Um, what? <laughs> Matt has. Pay
0: attention to the podcast, honey, not what's happening over here.
2: Okay. What is it? Please don't do three hundred that. and four yards. Very drive? distracting. Oh my goodness. Anyway, sorry so doesn't like when
0: computer me golfs.
2: We were hanging out, waiting. Matt came. They let him up early because I had a private room. <laughs> um.
0: Yeah, so I had somewhere to go, which was nice. Yeah. I got a spot on the street right in front,
2: which I feel like is auspicious.
0: Uh, banner day at CFP. <laughs>
2: Especially considering how many people were in there. <laughs> yeah, and I then like...
0: I proceeded to have to get into the jumpsuit, which I put on backwards. Deliberately. Deliberately, because, you know, it, the shoulders are so, like, my torso's so long.
2: He does have a very long I torso. When I stand up
0: in that jumpsuity thing, it just, like, rips everything, including my balls. <laughs>
2: but i came up with the genius idea of taking off your shoes
0: i don't know why i had never thought of that <laughs> honestly i would always put them on through my over my shoes it's very silly <laughs> anyway so Ugh. yeah wait, got it on put my put my hair bun on hair net thing put your shoe booties on shoe booties on and you know tadori's brilliant plan like i think you know next time uh, hopefully there's no next time but I would just probably take my shoes off, put the booties on while they're off my feet. Exactly. Yeah.
2: So yeah. So then we went in, and they had the embryo up on the screen, and the embryo looked weird. And I was like, uh, "Yeah." I was like, "What is happening?" And and Doctor Rourke was like, "Oh, it hatched." And I was like, "What?" She's like, "Yeah, it hatched." She's like, "That's good. That means it's viable." Like she was very like matter of fact about it. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, okay," but like that was kind of a big deal to us because like we didn't know if this embryo was going to be viable.
0: Yeah, and also it's like, well, I mean, if that's like your sign of viability, why don't you take these questionable embryos and just wait it out, and then call us in?
2: <laughs> I don't
0: know. Well, uh, I, I look. It did. It looked all like whoop whoop whoop. That's what it looked like. Yeah, you know.
2: it looked like ready to party. It was like, hey. <laughs>
0: hey mom and dad <laughs> put me in
2: well it was kind of like I've been waiting for five years I love
0: cocaine that's what this baby is gonna do it's gonna grow up in Hollywood and be like one of these like oh uh, you know God social forbid. media weirdos no we're gonna end up uh, I'll end up in prison for trying to get it into USC because it f- decides it doesn't want to go to any any f- real effort of academics mm. so then I pull Lori Loughlin and. We'll pretend she's good at soccer. Mm -hmm. And I'll go to jail. Okay. But then she's going to still party. Okay. That's what she's going to do. You could tell
2: all of this from the embryo. The way she was
0: wiggling. Yep. (laughs) The way the embryo was like...
2: (laughs) It did seem like excited to be out of there.
0: Yeah. So that's wild. Anyone long time, any long time listeners of the show, anyone who's been here since the beginning, this embryo is from ringler batch two
2: yeah which was henry's batch
0: which was the same batch henry came from oh we didn't talk about getting the 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 re
2: oh yeah the re-segment testing so much or whatever the re
0: what is it called the remo
2: the retro mosaic yes yeah so when i had originally talked to the genetic counselor she was like we kind of realized in middle mid, mid conversation that they had retro mosaic the wrong batch of embryos. So she was like, "Okay, well, when we get the report back on this segmental embryo, you know, ideally it will be a mosaic because then it's like even less likely that it's an issue in the entire embryo." Right.
0: Yeah.
2: Um we didn't get that report till Thursday.
0: <laughs> so we got it Thursday. <laughs> Dory sends me an email. I was on the golf course. That's when all correspondence when that happened. Um, And it was like, hey, it's a large segment. It's a, what is it? Large? High level mosaic. High level mosaic. She was like,
2: good news. It's a high level mosaic.
0: So uh, we were like, whoa. I was like, whoa. I don't know what Dory was like.
2: I was like, phew. Like ideal situation would have been low level mosaic, but I'll take high level mosaic, like better than totally abnormal.
0: Wait, I thought you wanted to. I th- hang on. I thought based on the sciences.
2: No, low level is better.
0: Oh, I was confused by that last week, though.
2: No, low level is better.
0: Oh, I'm not as excited anymore.
2: But mosaic is, again, mosaic is better than abnormal. Right. So and I think the fact that it was hatched is like a good sign. I mean, I don't know. I could just be like grasping at straws here. But I will say between, grasping at everything. between that email and then seeing it like ready to go in, I I got more optimistic than I had been. Yes.
0: So in each instance that we've tried to put an embryo into Dory, we have seen the embryo pre em-
2: it going transfer. In
0: and it looks you know, it looks there's a there's a um cellular wall around it and you go oh it's an embryo it's an egg it's i mean it's not an egg but it's you know what i'm saying everybody there's like a clear delineation of like inside outside this thing was like i'm out
2: (laughs) i was like whoa
0: (laughs) kind of an uggo but we'll see wow yeah sorry
2: that was rude
0: um i'm very rude to this (laughs) Just draining my bank account, causing us all kinds of uh, white hair.
2: It it could still not work.
0: Again, very stressful.
2: Yes, very stressful. At every
0: which every every turn, you know? it
2: is stressful at every turn. I agree. So, but you know, I stayed. I tried to stay off my feet for eighteen hours per my discharge instructions, and then until my pregnancy test which is on the 24th i'm not supposed to do anything strenuous no exercise and let me tell
0: you she is living it
2: i'm taking full advantage you're
0: living that dream yeah you're living like me in the pandemic last year
2: yeah Except
0: uh, minus the depression yeah and pop tarts yeah um but uh, yeah so i forgot about the pop tarts not me i remember i come comfort food um Yeah, I mean it was a hectic Friday. My parents came in. What happened in the morning? Oh, like Bo had to leave the house early. It was and uh, it was you know. So anyway, getting Bo out of the house, dropping Bo off at daycare, coming back to the house. Then I recorded at ten.
2: I recorded at ten also. Dory
0: recorded at ten. Then we had to essentially eat quickly. Then go to CFP. Meanwhile, my parents were flying in. So our retrieval's at 145. My parents were flying in, landing at 2. And we had to be at CFP at at 1. Yeah, at 2.30. And then uh, Henry had a swim lesson at 3.30. Right. So at one point, we got home. Henry was having a swim lesson, and my parents arrived all at the same time.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. This is accurate.
0: It was a hectic. Yeah, I think all that hecticness... Made the transfer smoother?
2: Yeah, it was like we weren't 100% focused on it, so it made it less stressful in yeah, a way. So we were
0: juggling other things yeah. at the time. So, yeah, then Dory remembered she's not supposed to lift heavy things, which includes Henry because he's a solid massive tyrant. Um And, yeah, I don't know. We got a picture
2: We didn't get it we we got a picture of it still unhatched though.
0: Oh, we didn't get the hatched picture? No. I thought we
2: did. No, we didn't get that. Oh, that's wild.
0: So it must have hatched like while we were on our way in.
2: I I guess.
0: (laughs) Hatching an it's very strange.
2: I know, it's like I'm I'm a chicken.
0: Never really thought about it. But, you know, I would say I think Doctor Kelly Beck was like stoked to see me.
2: Oh, she definitely was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, she was. Well, because you haven't been able to come to any appointment y- yes, for the last true. you know and I used
0: to go to every appointment. Yeah, um and uh
2: did anything of note happen during the actual transfer? Oh, she had to use a different
0: she had to use a stiffer catheter. A stiffer catheter. and you know, I loved it because she was like pointing out where she was where her landing zone. yeah, and then she 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 stuck the she landing. she nailed
2: it, and she's always so proud of herself. Stuck
0: the landing. <laughs> She put it right there. I saw it go in again.
2: We got a picture of of it in.
0: Yep. And uh, sorry, on the ultrasound. Um, And it, uh, yeah, I I don't know. There's a, you know, in 10 days we'll go get a test and see what Dory's beta levels are. This is, it's wild. I don't, I don't understand everyone how this happened. I feel like someone hoodwinked me. What? What? Who? Huh? Hi. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, boy.
2: Everything's gonna be fine.
0: If you've been hoodwicked into having more children, <laughs> let me know in the comments below. Don't forget to ring uh, the bell. Hit the bell icon.
2: <laughs> um. Before we take a break, I just want to give everyone a quick update on the thanks for waiting pre-order campaign.
0: Thanks for waiting pre-order campaign. Get your, get your pre book now.
2: So, um, there have been almost 900 registrations for what for, you know, the forever 35 happy hour, the excellent adventure, um, bonus podcast, the PDF. Wait a second.
0: You guys get to do a happy hour and we have to do a podcast.
2: Well, do you want ours to be a happy hour?
0: It's just not fair.
2: I just thought that was more our vibe.
0: Oh, we'll like, treat it like a happy hour. You're not guys. really happy. We'll so. do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it Seem from the like golf course. Misnomer. I'll do it from the golf course. See you guys at 530 in the morning. Mm.
2: Um. Anyway, I would love to break a thousand.
0: Uh, I think that's very viable.
2: Like a thousand just seems like a good, nice round number.
0: I would say I would say nine hundred is more than I thought that would happen in the one week.
2: I know I'm really excited.
0: I would say that the audience is doing a great job so far. I agree. I don't think we need to coax them anymore.
2: Well, I'm just I'm just Look, putting we're it out there. Please. The other thing that I wanted to mention is we've created a special Can category. Don't put any
0: undue stress on Dory at this time yeah help her help me by ordering not oh, be was, stressed this just feels that gross. was manipulative it feels gross <laughs>
2: that was really gross
0: that's exactly what that embryo is gonna do He's gonna manipulate both of us oh like henry no henry's less manipulative oh
2: my god we forgot to tell them about the
0: the new laugh henry has a ma- <laughs> maniacal laugh now that <laughs> he does to himself he does it at odd times <laughs> He does it like when he gets you to do something and it's not like a, it's not like a, he finds it funny laugh. It's a, it's a maniacal laugh. Yes. Yes. It's like he's steepling his fingers.
2: Like he has a long curly mustache. Very,
0: very interesting. (laughs) (laughs) It's
2: especially weird because like he doesn't really talk.
0: It, it does not really talk. So, but it's also like it is. There's it. it there is an affect. Yes, to it too, which is totally. very interesting. And I don't under. I don't know. I've never watched anything with him that had a bad. Like I had a villain in it that would maniacally laugh at it. I never. Not even the in only Williams.
2: thing I can think of is the Pinocchio ride.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I don't think there's any laughter in it. There's no there maniacal isn't? laughter in that. Mm. I don't think anyway
2: anyway it's a mystery but very funny oh so what i wanted to say is if you are a librarian and you you order thanks for waiting for your library you can also come to the bonus podcast
0: but if you requested it through your library that does not count. the librarian yeah. does not count you
2: have to be the librarian but now if you go to dory dash preorder slash pre-order there's a special like line for librarians be the librarian Um, and I just wanted to read this like lovely email from Diana Martin.
0: Diana Martin, long time, long time, long time.
2: Yeah. So she wrote, Hi Dory, I ordered the Kindle version as soon as I could. Today, I pre-ordered four copies of the hard copies as gifts. I am keeping a copy. I really hope that your book makes the New York Times bestseller list. You are a fantastic writer. I know your book will be a complete delight to read. I'm looking forward to seeing it show up on my Kindle. Thank you very much, Diane.
0: Diane M. Martin. Lovely human being. Isn't
2: that just the nicest new New
0: Englander through and through. Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, and... sorry one more thing before we take a break i just wanted to give a shout out to the egghead who emailed me and offered to buy five copies for listeners who couldn't afford the book
0: oh my god that's very sweet isn't
2: that so nice so i posted it on my instagram story and um, i had people dm me but i was like you have to like in your dm you have to somehow show you're an egghead Mm -hmm. so people were like i've eaten four hot dogs and like (laughs) that's it yeah (laughs) you just got some square footage coming in exactly
0: (laughs) that's very nice of that person isn't
2: that the nicest thing that is i was like i'm crying i'm
0: doubling it up i'll do it too really i will pre-order five for these people who have to be eggheads okay yeah cool i will do i'll match
2: you're matching I'll match
0: that listener
2: okay so email us if you want one of matt's copies no
0: oh i want you to do the instagram post oh i'll
2: do the instagram post again but follow
0: dory on instagram at dory yeah
2: at dory don't email us for the copies it won't count i guess (laughs) (laughs) um all right we are going to take a break and we'll be right back
0: brb not that hang on Not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but, like, I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house, and I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love, anti-blister tabs, which I also love, What that is it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a... Just a smidge higher, like in a... Whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Uh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees or underwear you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness to date bombus has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting i mean bombus can make returns easy as well You know, stripes on the top, and it's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, two, And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show.
2: Hello. We just had dinner with Matt's parents.
0: Yep. We did all just a little reminiscing about all of the time in the hospitals as an infant for me.
2: <laughs> yep. It was pretty fun. <sighs> um, and then
0: one story my dad tells that makes me laugh. That was laughing. So hard.
2: It, tears were coming out of your eyes.
0: Yep. I don't think anyone else will laugh at this.
2: It's not that funny.
0: It's very funny to me. <laughs> it's just... Look, I'm, I'm going to tell it. Okay. My dad. My dad... Had kidney stones when I was seven months old. I was upstairs on the fifth floor of St. John's Hospital in Lowell, Massachusetts, and my dad was admitted. And on the fourth floor, and he would get up and antsy and wander around. Now, at the time, my dad's thirty-two years old, so he's just maybe he's thirty-three. But anyway, point is, he's like. Got this uh, this roommate in the hospital that he, you know, talks to here and there. And uh, dad's so antsy, he goes out all the time, wanders the halls in his in his uh, hospital gown with his IV. <laughs> anyway, he said that one day the guy next to him started coughing, and <laughs> my dad calls it, he, he exploded. The guy exploded. <laughs> it's, uh, Someone passed away. Anyway, like, coughed so much that, like, stuff came out. Hit the ceiling. Just the idea. So this concept of my dad, like, having to go tell nurses that his patient in the room with him exploded. And that all the while his son is a seven months old and upstairs <laughs> in the hospital. That his wife is at Also, because she works on the fifth floor in pediatrics as a nurse. And then he wanders up. See me, and tells the nurses up there that room exploded. Oh my God. So horribly funny to me. I don't know why. I'm sorry, everyone. If you've had anyone explode, <laughs> right in. Uh, okay. Yeah, um, well, we're back on track.
2: I here. did want to. Did want to remind everyone that our email is at gmail.com and mattanddoryatgmail.com and our phone number is 413-461-BABY.
0: Yes, that's true.
2: So, please use both of them. And we're actually going to start with a voicemail.
0: Okay. Um, go ahead. All right. Here we go.
3: Hey, Matt and Dory. Um, this is Anna. Um long-time listener, first-time caller. I was just listening to your most recent podcast, and I felt like I should probably call in and just kind of give another side of the coin for whether you should transfer these um, abnormal embryos. Um, I'm a pediatric emergency room doctor. I'm also a mom. Um, I do not have any special needs children. Um, but I, I think it probably bears that come up before, but I want to really look into what the possibility is of, you know, like, of a trisomy of baby, of being a genetically normal baby. I think you have already. Um, but I think it's easy to downplay how difficult it would be to have a, a special needs child unless you're someone who's kind of faced with it every day. Um, and also how much it could affect Henry's quality of life. Um, I just work in the emergency department um, you know, you know, families love their children who are special needs just as much as their children who are genetically normal. Um, but it it comes with some really, really significant challenges. That again, unless you're seeing these kids come in, you're in the into department with seizures or feeding tube problems, it, it, it's easy to say, oh, it'll all turn out okay. So I just would hate for you guys not to get the good counseling um, about how challenging that could be. Um, and before you make the decision to, to transfer um, an embryo that you know to be genetically abnormal. Um, I, did, I thought I was going to have to do some fertility stuff. I did not end up having to do it. But I, I feel like if I were in your shoes or, you know, I even got chromosomes done when I had a, a, my second child have utero because it was noble then, if I had had a mosaic with some kids right in the I'm not sure if I would have gone on with that right? pregnancy um, just because i would be concerned about the effects on my my older child's quality wise. Anyway, I'm um, probably going to get cut off. Um, wish you guys all the best and everything. Um, and I just kind of, this is not the happiest or most uplifting message. I just kind of felt like I would be remiss if, if nobody had called in and kind of talked to you about that yet and really said, do the hard work of thinking. We want to transfer a normal baby. Do you
2: want to maybe? I know don't want to do another round, um, but think about other options. All right, all the best. Bye. Um, thank you for that voicemail. Uh, we have thought about all this stuff, and uh, yeah.
0: And, uh yeah, no, well, I mean, obviously, it's something to consider, for yeah, sure.
2: I mean the the and that was part of the reason why we did we the, felt comfortable transferring the segmental because they said that the deletion was large, which meant that it either wasn't going to survive or it was going to be normal. She said section missing in the sample is quite large, we can never be a hundred percent sure, but any birth report I ever look at. Yes, there's bits that are missing, but it's smaller bits that are missing. Since, there, since the deletion is so big, there is no birth report of that. If it's going on for the embryo and if it is actually truly within the embryo, it just wouldn't take. Now, this is an interesting new piece of knowledge. We don't write it on the reports, but it's part of the general knowledge. Comparing segmental changes versus whole chromosome missing. If I got a section missing versus a whole chromosome missing, how concordant is the insight to the PGTA result? is my PGTA result reflective of what's going on inside? We do see that segmental changes are less concordant than what's going on inside, whereas a whole chromosome missing is more likely to be true inside. She said it's better if she's, right here she says it's better if it's low level mosaic, but we can't be completely clairvoyant. What we can say, let's say best case scenario, it's such a big deletion, it's not associated with a known genetic condition. So if it does take and you get pregnant, it is un- very unlikely that the embryo would, would survive, that I would have a live birth with a, with a, um, a birth defect. Because it's, it's basically not survivable, that big of a deletion.
0: Right. Who's next? Now that Dory Matt's section is done from our email lists,
2: I think we should take another break. Already? Yeah.
0: It's been a long. We haven't even gotten to another email. I know. We didn't even get to an email.
3: Period. I know. We got to a voicemail. I know. Be right back. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: Hi.
2: Okay, we're back. We are. Here's an email from Rochelle. <laughs>
0: What is going on with you?
2: What? I'm reading emails. I want to move on. Dot org. Yes.
0: Okay. Hey, look, if you want to move on, there's one way to do that, and that is pre-ordering Dory's book. <laughs> what better way to move on than to read the life of someone who some consider a late bloomer? Some things are worth waiting for, but one of them is not Dory's book. Pre-order it now. Thanks. Wait, no, it should be worth waiting for. But, like, why wait for it when you can pre-order it now? That's what I meant to say. Thank you. That's a better phrase. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd be like, well, it's not worth waiting for. But it is. Okay. Pre-order it. Okay. Thanks, everybody. All
2: right. Is there anything else you'd like to add?
0: Don't forget to go to Dory's Tree. Right? What? Link Tree. (laughs) 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 Go to Dory's Tree. (laughs) And no,
2: now you just go to my website. What? Yeah, you don't have a link it. tree anymore. I do have a link tree, but it's easier to just go to my. Web- but the link tree will lead you to my website. What so is you your well- website? It's Dory-Chaffreyer.com.
0: Dory-Chaffreyer.com. <laughs> it is the dash character, not the word dash. Correct. All right. I just wanted to be sure. Yep. And there, people could do all kinds of things. Check out some new photos. Yeah. Check out some recent blogs. What? (laughs) And find links to the show. Okay, let's move on.
2: This is from Rochelle. Hey, guys. I'm answering the embryo donation signal. I'm a recipient of donor embryos, and I have to say it has been the best thing that's ever happened to my husband and me. After three years of unexplained infertility, three rounds of IVF, four failed transfers, and two miscarriages... My husband and I had lost all hope. We couldn't afford private adoption and my husband wasn't able to handle the risk of fostering to adopt because of the possibility of having the child be given back to their birth family. This almost happened to his sister. We threw our last hope into receiving donor embryos. And I'm now the proud mama of an eight month old baby boy from the very first transfer. He's the absolute light of my life. It was surprisingly easy to privately match with people on Facebook which is honestly the best place to connect with the community. I found that agencies usually make the process more complicated than necessary and charge an unreasonable free fee. We went through an intermediary PVED that matched us because we were looking specifically for PGS-tested embryos after our miscarriages. It's a pretty simple process. You'll have lawyers who drop and approve contracts. Most clinics have a procedure for receiving embryos, so they usually coordinate the logistics of shipping then there are some FDA-required blood tests and a session with a reproductive psychologist just to make sure both parties understand the process. The receiving family...
0: I feel like that should be more often. ...pays for everything, thing.
2: and it came out to less than $10,000 for us. We have an open relationship with the donors, and they are so wonderful. We send pictures and updates via email and they send encouragement and support. I tell other people it's like getting to choose people to add to your extended family. Their donation has changed our lives forever. I know it's not easy to switch gears and think about embarking on embryo donation, but it really has been a pretty straightforward and easy process, especially considering how complicated IVF is in the first place. I recommend for anyone considering donating or receiving embryos to go browse some of the embryo donation Facebook groups and just see what it's like. It's really been an amazing experience for us at the end of a really difficult infertility struggle. Thank you for spreading awareness about this option. I have all kinds of emotions about y'all going through another transfer, so I can only imagine what you're feeling. My fingers are crossed for you. That is from Rochelle in 2,000 square feet in Louisiana with a husband, baby, and dog. No hot dogs in the past year. Sorry.
0: I accept your apology. Mm. But only just. (laughs)
2: Um, Michelle, thank you for sharing your experience. I think
0: everyone should see a reproductive psychologist. Probably. I really think that that is a useful thing. Probably. Yeah. Everybody. I'm talking, you know, teens. Okay. To f- late 30s, f- early 40s podcasters.
2: You want to see a reproductive psychologist?
0: I feel like I am one now oh come see me
2: (laughs) you would okay yeah that should be be a good career change look
0: i think as long as
2: (laughs) i'm gonna become a genetic as long as you
0: don't explode (laughs) i think you're good okay
2: (laughs) might explode from frustration
0: well right back at you
2: okay thank you
0: She keeps tapping me on the shoulder. You can all hear it audibly, right? It's very strange.
2: All right. This is from Amanda. Hi there, Dory, Matt, Henry, and Bo. I thought I could offer my experience with Vasa Previa in case it is helpful to the listener. And it is a relatively rare complication, though I was told it is slightly more prevalent in IVF cases since the embryo is placed in from the bottom and may implant lower than a spontaneous pregnancy. I was diagnosed with Vasa Previa, which is a condition in which the umbilical cord Vessels are located across or very near the cervical opening and pose a risk of rupturing if labor occurs. Around 20 weeks with my IVF son in late 2018. In my case, it was actually caught by an MFM who I was seeing for a fetal echocardiogram.
0: (laughs) Motherfucking medical doctor. (laughs)
2: What is wrong with Remember that last I do, week? I, I do, do good time. remember
0: that. I tried to get her to name the podcast that. She did not.
2: As recommended due to it being an IVF pregnancy, the regular OB clinic I was seeing did not do a transvaginal ultrasound and it was not seen. Anyway, the MFM ordered weekly transvaginal ultrasounds to keep an eye on things. These included the color Doppler, yes, Matt, a real thing, which just shows the blood flow throughout the uterus and umbilical cord. I was required to be admitted to the hospital at 30 weeks in case of an emergency and a C-section was scheduled for 34 weeks. My son spent 15 days in the NICU for breathing and eating difficulty, but that was to be expected. Admittedly, this was all a significant departure from the birthing center, non-medicated home and six hours delivery I was hoping for. But in hindsight, I'm just grateful to have a healthy child. On to my question. We are about to start an FET cycle for a second baby in a week or so. Based on the way the calendar is shaping up, I will, ne- I will be needing to do my first beta test in the middle of a short trip to visit my parents out of state. All involved are fully vaccinated. Nine days past the transfer. The clinic said they would just write me a lab order to have blood drawn there, but I'm wondering if I really need to bother. My parents live in a tiny town that would be a bit of a drive to the lab, and we don't really want to tell them that we just did an FET. Mm other than my own sanity would it be so bad to skip the first beta and perhaps just pee on a stick instead no does that test provide information that would change anything about the days until the 12 day beta for which i will be home if anyone has advice i'd love to hear it wishing you all the best in your upcoming upcoming fet looking forward to thanks for waiting i've got the audiobook and the ebook on pre-order oh thank you cheers amanda in 2000 square feet in austin texas with a 3900 square foot house under construction Purchase just in time to avoid skyrocketing lumber prices.
0: I'll tell you that 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 house, that new house, can hold a lot of copies of "Thanks for Waiting."
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, she got the audiobook and the ebook, so that, that, they don't take up what any space. Come on, she has a husband, a two-year-old, and an African gray parrot.
0: Is that a very is that a talkative bird? I don't know. Well, I don't either.
2: A few turkey dogs in twenty twenty-one, but not sure how
0: many. Mm, turkey dogs almost count. Thank you.
2: Amanda, the only thing I would say is that if you do choose to skip your first beta and you pee on a stick, continue your medication no matter what the pee on the stick result is. If it doesn't look like you're pregnant, continue your medication. You might still be pregnant. If it says you're pregnant, continue your medication. (laughs) Um, I'm
0: flashing back to when Dory peed on a stick that first time. Yeah, Even though we had discussed it at length. And mm-hmm. we weren't going to mm-hmm. do that, but she got up and did it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, just a horrible person. It's nice to be included occasionally, in oh boy, in in, in our lives. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> hey, look, your body, of your choice. You want to be a p- stick? Go for it. Anyway, uh, but I think also, yeah, you you you're probably going to drive yourself crazy if you don't.
2: <laughs> do you? Do you have to go then? To- <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a follow-up question.
0: Does your trip have to be then? I'm going to assume it does. Otherwise, you would have written yeah. in this email that you could move the trip. So your trip does. It would be far away to drive to get another lab done. Hmm. I'd get the lab done.
2: I mean, I would too.
0: I would make up an excuse. Yeah. For like, you know, maybe you and your husband are going to roller skating rink. <laughs> Driving range.
2: Oh boy. Golf course.
0: Or golf. Do you guys golf? That that's a nice excuse. That's
2: a that's a long
0: That's a like a four hour outing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> All right.
0: Well Yes dear. <laughs>
2: Here's a, here's an email from, we got, you know, we heard from quite a few people about the color Doppler.
0: Uh, Does anyone explain how it works? Yes, Leah does. Leah, let's hear it.
2: I wrote in previously about the pod, inspiring me to pursue my interest in becoming a gestational carrier. I'm also a labor labor and delivery nurse. Happy Nurses Week to Mary Myra.
0: Oh, well, happy Nurses Week, Mary Myra. And wanted, She's telling us a lot of stories about being a nurse. <laughs> she
2: did. And wanted to have a quick explanation of a color Doppler mentioned this past week in reference to monitoring vasoprevia. A color flow Doppler is used to visualize blood flow. The colors indicate the speed and direction of the blood flow. Mm. This type of ultrasound study is typically used in any sort of placental or umbilical cord abnormality or if there's a concern for fetal growth. Is the fetus getting enough oxygen slash nutrients? As another writer mentioned... Vasaprevia often necessitates an antepartum stay in the hospital, something that would be partic- particularly stressful now due to visitor restrictions. I recommend linen from home, comfy gowns that allow for monitoring, and the ability to stream TV and movies. Most of us have acquired skills in conference calls and video hangouts during the pandemic, which could also be helpful in retaining sanity during your extended hospital stay. Wishing you all the best with the upcoming transfer, and looking forward to thanks for waiting as a fellow late bloomer, Leah in 1,750 square feet in Oceanside, California with a spouse and five-year-old zero hot dogs for me to probably about 10 for my daughter who insists on eating them cold, shutter.
0: <laughs> They're already cooked, don't worry.
2: Um, did that answer all of your questions?
0: Yes, in a way. I mean, I'm still curious about the, uh, please don't yell at my curiosity again. Um, I don't. Whoa, calm down. <laughs> this is fun. Let's play Dory Bingo. <laughs> You're turning into Patty and Selma.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so it's just based, so the speed, the the blood flow speed. So it's like watching a traffic map is what you're saying. Sure. Green is good. Sure. Red is bad. Okay. But because it's blood, maybe it's reversed. Red is good because blood is red.
2: Okay. And then green is bad.
0: Sure, because green blood would probably be bad. Yeah, unless you're a Vulcan.
2: Okay, um, we got it. We got a voicemail about this. Also,
0: okay.
1: Here we go. Hi, Matt and Dory. Um, this is your friendly neighborhood vascular surgeon calling in to tell you that color Doppler is absolutely not BS. It's real. Um, it you basically look at the Doppler shift and all the little blood cells, and you assign red as away and blue as
0: to so you're assigning the colors.
1: Watch the blood flow on an ultrasound. It, it's something that you add on to an ultrasound and have a window of information where you look okay. at the... Anyway, it's the point is, is, that it's absolutely real. It's not BS, and it's the way we look at um, blood blood flow and blood vessels in vascular surgery and in OB/GYN. Um, anyway, just wanted to say hi and clarify hi. and thanks for all you've done. I swear, my nine-month-old science baby recognizes your voices. From all the drives to and from uh, the hospital on call, uh, listening to the podcast <laughs> over the years. Um, so thanks so much. <laughs> bye bye.
0: Thank you. So that that that's the real. That's so the answer I was looking everything for. Everything is cleared up. Everything is so much cleared up because in my mind. Hi, welcome to more hypotheticals with Matt. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> in my mind. I was saying, like, how does it assign the colors? Mm -hmm. But the user assigns the Mm. colors, which makes so much more sense Mm -hmm. to me. So thank you for that. Thank you all very much. Okay. What is the matter with me?
2: I don't know, but a lot.
0: (laughs) I don't know. Look, my parents are in town, so things are weird.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: What's the matter? Are you still upset about how much I laughed at the guy exploding story? No,
2: that was funny because it made me laugh how much you were laughing. I'm more just like, I don't know. What? I don't don't know. You're just ready
0: for your birthday to come? Sure. Guys, if you're listening to this on Sunday, it's Dory's birthday. The anniversary of the day that Roberta gave birth to her. Let us all thank Roberta. Roberta, we say your name. Okay.
2: Alright, well, that brings us to the <laughs> end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> we have some patriot supporters uh, we need to thank.
0: I like that. I like them.
2: You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash excellentadventure. We really appreciate the, all the support and love. And if you support us at the $5 level or above, you get the patreon episodes you get the back catalog and you get your name read on the podcast each month which i mean
0: it's pretty cool that's right so thanks to the following people silicon stan what i don't have my glasses on what does that say
2: oh my god do you guys see what sabrina I have stern sadie massa
0: <laughs> sarah Doberman,
2: sarah prager
0: sarah friedman sarah swift sherry olson sjv steve harcourt
2: tanya kersheman
0: the holterman clan the Kembles, tracy jury
2: whitney hoffman
0: one two three four five anonymous ainsley sorry everybody bradley johnson
2: brianne hudson cheryl quick christina
0: claire dealy, claire dealy
2: crescent martin
0: crypto matt danielle Nusaforo. deanna McLean, ellen f aaron Sores. freya Gita Drury. Jane Ennis. Jennifer Sika.
2: Jennifer T. Brennan. Jenny Vick. Jesse Labadee.
0: Oh, I like that name. It's very melodic. Labadee da 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 You know that song? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Janan H. And Joanna Reinwald. We have done it. One more podcast in the books.
2: Yep. Okay.
0: I mean, should we high five now? No. Let's do it.
1: I gotta go (laughs) bye
0: bye everyone